0: So my son took home two hundred and eighty freaking dollars from this thing, and I got nothing. It was Father's Day. I got zero, zilch, nada. Sorry about your luck. You suck. This is uh, Alex Sturgeon with the HobbyTown Hobbyplex. I'm not gonna, I don't want to like get into a bunch of. Of short talk early because we got a lot to talk about. Um, we got long talk. Yeah, we got a lot. Um, Alex Surgeon, manager, Hobbytown Hobbyplex, in Omaha, Nebraska, home of the uh, 2009, 11, 16, and 18 Roar Nationals in 10 scale and 8 scale
1: electric, not nitro.
0: Thank God. And uh, with me as always.
1: Will Brinton
0: what are your credentials will Brinton
1: team associated driver, pool maker, all around halfway decent person, or at least try to
2: be
0: yeah, same here most of the time
2: <laughs> eight scale and gas truck thrasher, right, I'll try and get ready for this weekend yeah I'm putting the serv- I'm putting the servo in my e buggy right now,
0: oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm actually pretty happy because Emerson the R2 r eight scale cars are, have been ready to go for like two weeks. So that's one thing I don't have to worry about.
2: I might I might take this to the plex tomorrow and try to drive it too.
0: Oh yeah, should totally do that.
2: Do you have any clay tires I can use?
0: Nope, I got nothing. Nobody does.
1: Not even slicks.
0: Uh, I can look, but I doubt it. I think I think. Oh. I think all the 8-scale tires we have are for outdoor at the moment.
2: I just throw some Aquas on there yeah. all the day. Just, just to try to break the drivetrain, for crying out loud.
0: Yeah. Um. As always, this show brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. And if you mention our show, if you talk to Don Zoller or get hold of Aiden Olsen's dad, uh, you hook up you hook, get hooked up with a home loan or refinance, Uh, you can get $500, $500 lender credit or .125. Off your interest rate, and uh, my wife and I actually refinanced our house through them uh, recently. So we got that five hundred dollar lender credit. It took care of a bunch of stuff that we didn't have to pay for. I'm gonna kind of slur my speech tonight because uh, I don't normally work on Mondays. So normally Mondays I sleep until like noon, and that didn't happen. And actually, I even woke up early. I was having this crazy dream. I I don't I know we don't want to get off in tangents, but you got to hear this before we talk about roar stuff. I had this crazy dream that uh, Lenny Kravitz and Angelina Jolie were together and had kids. And I had to pee in their bathroom, but their bathroom was full of clothes, including the toilet. So I was trying to like pick clothes out of the toilet so I wouldn't pee on their clothes. And then I just, I can't remember. I I got mad because I was like, ah, this is pointless. And I like gave up. And then I had to like babysit somebody's kid in a car. And then... I realized that there was karaoke going on in the bar. And so then I had to go, I was like, you know what, screw this. So you're going to be here by yourself. And so then I left the kid that I was babysitting, which apparently was Angelina Jolie's kid uh, in the car and I had to go to the, to the bar. And I tried to, I stuck in the back and I tried to like pick a song out and uh, I was having trouble. I was getting frustrated because I couldn't pick out the song because every time that I would, I would key in the song into the computer, it would autofill and it kept going to the wrong band and it would never let me get to the right band that I wanted. And so then uh, I got frustrated as well because I was going to try and surprise Lenny Kravitz and Angelina Jolie, and then I couldn't do it. So then I was really upset. And then I woke up. And that's all I remember. Very vivid dream though. The other day, very dream, very or this morning, very vivid. Like I remember it like it was yesterday, kind of.
2: You remember, like, it was this morning?
0: Oh, I do. Strange, so strange. And I haven't been drinking or anything, so, I mean, it's not like that. It's just it's just this weird dream I had. So, anyway, so I've been up for a while, and uh, we're starting late because I had to close the store at 8 o'clock, and I hustled my butt over here, and there's all this College World Series traffic. Oh,
2: what a day. Yeah. I had to mow the lawn, and then uh, cat box, take all the trash out. Um, I came downstairs and started thrashing all my stuff.
0: All right, let's get into it. The nats we got to start with that because it's fresh. There's so much to talk about today. It's crazy. So our boys did good. Ashton Abdul, I think finished top 29, top 30. Is that what he said? In buddy? Yeah.
1: yeah, I think so.
0: I was trying to find him in here, but I couldn't, couldn't remember what main he was in. Well, I mean I saw his post and was like it was like, oh yeah, he did do really well. I was pretty I was proud of him. And then uh Rinternect, I know he made the semis. Missed out on the main. Uh the Fullers did pretty good. I think Caden was in the C and Truggy. Mason made the main.
1: Yeah, that was pretty big.
0: That was pretty big. Uh Van Dalen made the main. I was kind of I was kind of on the edge of my seat with him. Watching him go, but he, he pulled it out in the end in the in the semis. Wiggins just missed out. Who am I missing? Who am I leaving out? I mean, Tebow got third. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'd like to point out that you were totally right.
2: Let me get my drink. All of you listeners, uh, let me uh, just crack a refreshing <laughs> uh, Coors Light. We have a code blue. Code what? Code blue celebrate Ryan Mayfield. I have two actually, one for each win, uh, for double, his double national f- championship win.
0: Double fisting it. hmm I wanted to watch the mains and the drag racing event yesterday took longer than I thought it took, was going to take. And so we caught the last half hour maybe of the, uh, nitro main on the way home. We basically listened to it on our phone.
2: Yeah. I watched it today on my lunch break. Honestly, <laughs> like I, I, I
0: was busy last night. I went and uh, watched it. Uh, I didn't watch the A main, but I watched the semis because I wanted to. I wanted to find out what happened. You know.
1: Hmm. So, you know, yeah, you were right. Mayfield came out
0: in both of them, even though he had crappy qualifying and buggy. He still, he still pulled it out there because it doesn't. Really, as long as you make the semis, it almost doesn't matter.
2: Yep. I was totally not worried when I saw he was not TQ. Yeah. Didn't, didn't even care. Don't matter.
0: But I was kind of right too, wasn't I? In a way. About what? Well, I said that it would be... I re, it, my prediction was that it would be, in the top three, two of the n- normal guys. Whether it be mm-hmm. Tessman, Tebow, Mayfield. You can throw Dakota or Spencer in that mix. Maybe even Cavallari.
2: Yeah, Dakota's kind of a normal now, right? Right. Like we used, we used to consider him kind of the up and comer, but you know, here recently, it's like people don't really say that anymore.
0: Yeah. But then I was like, "There's going to be one surprise," and and in surprise. this case, in this case, it was Aiden Horn. Yeah. And to, and to a lot of us, it's not a surprise because he's been fast in, in all disciplines of RC for a long time. But I I don't remember him making the main in a nitro roar race.
2: I think this might've been the first day main, a substantial nitro event that he's ever made.
0: Yeah. So I feel like in You'd that regard, wrong
2: I've been wrong before.
0: No, I think, I think, I think we're right. I, I, but I do feel like, uh, we were both right. So there we go.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was more right than you.
0: Yeah, I know you, 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 you called the winner. That's for sure. And then, uh, you know, mayfields mayfield's awesome, and he and he he seems so much like more down to earth lately too. I mean he's always been very honest when when they do the the interviews and stuff, but it, even now he seems more i guess but nothing really bad happened to him either, so I guess you would be pretty happy and calm and normal.
1: Well, yeah, something could have really bad happened to him, but I know. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get into that. Yeah, we need to
0: talk about that next. But I also want to give a shout out to uh, Spencer Eckert. <laughs> that dude. Yeah, that dude was marathoning it all day. I wonder if I wonder what his uh like fluid levels were at the end of the day. Because mm-hmm. that is, I mean that's just insane. The fact that he bumped up, uh, I think from the was it was the one thirty second.
1: Yeah, something like that. Uh, it's just. Gnarly. But sometimes that's the way it works too. Okay. So without spending too much more time
0: on that, uh, I just want to, I just want to congratulate our guys, our local guys for sure that uh, did really well. It's pretty cool to see Rennernecht mixing it up. Um, Mason Fuller making the main, Van Dalen making the main, you know, Wiggins coming close, even though Wiggins not, Wiggins moved to Dallas. He's now on what's that track down there called? NDRC. He's like an NDRC local now.
1: Oh, is he really? Yeah. That's cool.
2: Jackson Anderson just raced there this last weekend.
0: Yeah, yep, I saw that. But uh big props to Ashton for, for achieving his goal. I think he said he wanted to be top forty and he ended up being top thirty, I think is what I saw in his post. That's great. Yeah. Especially for not racing for a while. I don't think he's raced at all since uh the end of the techno series.
2: Well he's been going to uh the track that um Mason the Fuller's. Just oh yeah, the out. compound.
0: Yeah, you're right. So now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about the roar stuff. So um yeah, for let's those talk about for it. those of you guys that that and I I I've been trying to figure out what to say on cuz who cares about our opinions to be honest with you but
2: Yeah, I mean they really don't matter.
0: Yeah, they they really I mean honestly they really don't. But I mean I was an ex I was competition director from 2015 to 2018. And uh My time, and then I was on the race management team off and on from like 2013 until 2018. No, 2017. I think that was the last one I agreed to do (laughs) for many reasons. But, so I have kind of an inside, insider knowledge of, of the workings of ROAR. Not only that, I was region eight director from 2000 to 2000, was it three something like that. Yeah. And then occasionally I would get put on a committee of some sort and stuff. And again, my opinion really didn't matter back then. But, uh, so I feel like I've got kind of a behind the scenes, um, look at it, at it from the roar side and from the race management side when it comes to these high profile disqualifications or problems.
2: And I, I have uh, a little bit of insight too.
0: Yes, you do. You were on race management for the 17 10 scale Nats.
2: Yeah. And I, I'm not going to say who it was cause I don't want to paint him in a bad light or anything like that. But, um, I had to disqualify a pretty high profile driver just because his battery was a 10th over voltage. Yeah. You know, it's, it sucks. Like. You know, and those guys aren't out to like DQ people. The last thing they want is to disqualify somebody. They want everybody to just have a good time, man. Yeah. Like it's the thing that I don't know. See, I don't don't know enough about the material that the tank is made out of. So my understanding, and I might not even have all the information here, but so take, take that into consideration when you listen to this, but so I don't even know what the material of a tank is made out of exactly. I know it's, uh, it's like a, like a really durable, soft plastic, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's designed not to be brittle. And yeah. it it's got to withstand
0: all the, all the abuse that we put to it.
2: Right. So my opinion on the, so my understanding is how they test the fuel is they fill up the tank, fill up the lines, and uh, they use a pump to pump air into the tank to displace the fuel. And that's what they uh, they put into a beaker, and then they measure it out of the beaker, right? They mm-hmm. pump it into a beaker. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know if this is, I haven't seen it. I wasn't there. I don't know. But my opinion is, like, on a, uh, like, the way they're doing it, would that be enough? Like, we're talking, like, two PSI would be enough to push that tank or to be enough to push the fuel out of the tank. Anything over that, you know, is probably going to just push the lid off. Like it's going to like use that as kind of like a relief, right? It's going to relieve the pressure through the lid of the tank. So to say that it's this like displacing the air is displacing the tank to the point that it's expanding or stretching it. Um, I don't know if I believe that. I mean, it's, it could happen, I guess, but I mean, this is something like the roar guys, they're all eight scale on road guys by nature. Right. Wow. Very like methodical, very, um, like it should work this, this way, you know, like if they were doing it for like on road dance and with the kind of the racing pedigree that all those guys have, I mean, why wouldn't it work here? And why would it be any different? So I'm not saying that the guys that were disqualifying, disqualified were cheating. Like, I don't feel like anybody would ever cheat, you know, like at that level. It's like when you drive for the factory, you don't cheat. You know, it's one of those like kind of un, unwritten rules, yeah. you know, like when you're driving for a manufacturer, like you drive for the manufacturer, you don't cheat. Like it's just not something you should ever do. And cause I used to get accused of cheating and cart racing all the time and still do. Like there's still people that are like, Oh, that guy, he's such a cheater, you know, back in, you know, 15, 20 years ago stuff and it gets old and I never cheated. I, I was just good. But this is something that it's almost like I was thinking about it today. It's like, They need to, like, it's going to get to the point where it's like, all right, so it's an hour-long main. You have a mandatory five pit stops you have to make. It doesn't matter how big your tank is. You have to stop for fuel, like, this many times. But then you get guys to just open the tank up and shut it or whatever. But, like, uh, like, that would totally, like, negate. Like, you could have a tank that's 50 cc's over and like it's not going to matter because you have to pit this many times and it's small enough to the point where you would need, need fuel, you know, like to go a fuel stand. you couldn't just run, you know, keep running, 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 yeah. running, running a gas. Huh. But like if you have a mandatory minimum pit stops, you have to hit. Um, It's just, it, it's, it, I, to me, like that makes the most sense. Then you can do whatever you want. Like within reason, like there should, there should still be a fuel limit. Like you can run like three tanks or something, but even then you just be screwing yourself. Yeah. Just like, you know, so it's like you get to this point where it's like, all right, you can run your, your fuel limit is, uh, minus nothing plus 50, you know, CCs, but you have to pit this many times. All right. Problem solved. Nobody has to worry about, uh, fuel mileage. And, uh, everybody like nobody will get disqualified. Like, cause that's the last thing they want to do. I know these guys, they're all really good guys. And the guys that were like making fun of the way they look and things like that, you guys are so stupid and prejudiced. I hate you. (laughs) Like, I really, I really hate you guys. Cause like, cause those are some of the sweetest, nicest guys you'd ever meet in your life. And to just judge them like that, I saw the comments last night. It just really pissed me off. Okay, so and I didn't say anything, and that, that's really. why I've, I've,
0: I'm, I'm glad I'm not on the Roar XCOM anymore. Stand by for an Alex Sturgeon hot take in three, two, one. And and the reason why I'm not on the XCOM anymore is because of majority was it majority of it was from the comments mm-hmm. and the way that people acted towards roar officials. That's why I'm not yeah. on the XCOM anymore. I personally, my, my, I, I couldn't handle it. I was over it because people mm-hmm. that I thought were my friends were on there basically getting personal and yeah. I, and it, and it, 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 it broke my heart, you know? And so I just didn't want, I just, I'm done. I didn't want anything to do with it. So I I think, I think in many ways, rules are rules. I do feel sometimes
1: though, that from the behind the scenes, look at it, things happen very slowly at Roar. And so if we want to change how we tech tanks, right? So
0: they said how there's a difference between Ifmar and Roar that I feel like that needs to be openly open. I bet you the Aurora XCOM, I haven't been on it in, in several years, like I said, but I bet you it's been discussed, but no action's been taken. Right. And that was also frustrating being on the XCOM and, and every month we'd have the same meeting and every month we'd, we'd talk about the same stuff. And and not a lot of it would ever actually get done.
1: Yeah.
0: And so I, I bet that that's been just see, I'm how hyped up right now about it. Like I'm shaking. I'm almost shaking because I'm so pissed at some of these comments,
2: you know? Yeah. Well, and like, um, it, okay. So was it like Ty and Cole were the first two to get tacked in were The first two DQ'd? Yes. The first two that were for sure over now. See, now that see when I,
0: I wanted to watch the interviews cause I wanted to know the viewpoints. I know that Ty and Cole both got interviewed and what Cole said made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were the first. They were the first. They were the first ones to get teched. So their cars were the hottest. Mm-hmm. And so then they. That's how that changed. Now I, I got to ask you a question. Can you achieve the same effect and get the same amount of fuel out of your car by just setting your, uh, setting the car on the starter box, and having the flywheel turn and 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 shove the
1: fuel out? You could. You'd, you'd run the engine. Drop
2: well. Yeah. Yeah. You probably could. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't know what those guys were using for pressure, you know, are they using like 50 PSI? Well, that's too much, Mm -hmm. you know, it's almost like they need to put a a gauge on the, on the outlet of the, like a really sensitive gauge on the exhaust uh, pressure, you know, side of the tank and see what that pressure is coming out. Yeah. You know, or to pump the tank up. Cause, uh, and that's what it is, you know? I mean, it's like, so if like, your car's that hot, like, let's say, okay, so your tank gets that hot to the hot point that it's so hot, it just forms from air pressure. Wouldn't, couldn't your tank essentially just like settle like in the car while it's getting that hot? Like just from the weight of the fuel pushing down. Yeah. Like and start sagging, you know, like people that have molded their own Lexan bodies understand what sag is, right? Yeah. So like that, that amount of sag, like the tank gets hot and it just kind of disforms in the car from regular use. I I don't know. I mean, it's it's definitely possible. I mean, it. how much were they even over? Was it like two cc's? Uh, I, Ty said it was like half. Like Half it was, a CC yeah,
0: like it was it was over by man or something so minuscule. Man. I don't know about coal. I the, the hot bodies tanks are, are always over. So they have to like they have to actually do stuff to them. Like the Losi tanks were over. I remember my I I was always uh when I went to the 2010 Nats in Colorado, I was like the uh Kevin came around, he's like, make sure that you put your your limiter in there because our tanks are over without that. So we had to make sure, but, Mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, there, I mean,
1: it was both over the line, but I, I can see recalls coming from, I, how do I put this at the Plex? I've, I've had to make some crappy decisions as a
0: race director. I've learned to, to, when you make a decision, stick to it, you know, Mm -hmm. be open to, I guess discussion. But if it makes sense to you and that's what you're going to go with just just say it. Just that's this is what we're doing, you know? The the biggest thing that I can think of is in 2016 when I had my practice schedule up on Wednesday a high profile um member of a of a not a, not a really he was a driver but came up to me and was like this is wrong, you got to do it this way this way and I was like no, I'm, I've already laid this out. I've already made the printouts, everything's out. Everybody knows what's going on. I'm not going to change it now. I've made my decision,
2: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's not going back on what you've already decided.
0: Right. And it kind of sucks because like, I think part of the problem that, that I saw when I was watching this unfold, you know, I was, oh, cause I, like I said, I went back and I watched it was, it, it took a while. Yeah. You know? And so then that's when, that's when all the rumors circulate because instead of just being you guys are over it was it seemed like it was you guys are over but we're going to give you another 10 minutes or another test yeah and then after that it was you guys are over but we're going to give you a little bit you know it unfortunately if that rule has to be the the way it is you just got to stick to it the other thing too is is uh, not na- well I mean there's two main guys but one of those main guys has had
1: several run-ins with roar a lot. Yeah. You know? Right. And it, and it seems like,
0: I don't know. I I don't, I don't know. We both know Steve McLaughlin and Jeff Parker, those guys, they're not out to get anybody. Yeah. But if, I feel like if you were, if I was in that position and I'd been disqualified a couple of times in the past for, you know, the tread on my tires making my truggy lighter and, and you have a, you have a car with a fuel tank that's known to be a little bit over, maybe I would take an extra step to make sure Yeah, that I wasn't.
2: Even Mayfield said that he was worried that he was going to be too close and did some, you know, I don't know if he put another tank limiter in his car or what, but he said he did something to make sure it's going to make fuel. Yeah. And Adam Drake's interview was really
0: good too. If you haven't seen his take on it, it was, uh, (laughs) it's on live RC. What did he say? I need to check it out. He basically said kind of the rules are rules thing, but also like we know how they're going to text. So we know, or at least he, you know, him and his team knew that they needed to take extra scrutiny to their tanks to make sure that in this heat, that they would come off legal and that he was very, very close even with all that scrutiny. Yeah. You know,
2: uh, I agree. I mean, it, like I said earlier, the last thing those guys want, want to do is disqualify somebody. It's not like they get all like hot and bothered over getting somebody disqualified. Nobody wants that. Yeah. You know, uh, cause it, it, it just, I, I'm just like sick of those guys getting painted in a, a bad light over stuff and they're just doing their job. Like if they're over, it's over. What, what else can they do? They've been, you know, they tested uh, up 10,000 tanks that weekend. And, uh, I mean, it's kind of like, it's your responsibility to make sure you're right and not that close.
0: I also guarantee that they were not the only ones to get disqualified. Yeah. You just don't hear about it hmm I guarantee that. That somewhere in that whole line of of, of off road cars, somebody else got disqualified for being over on fuel. Yeah. Like but right. you don't hear about that. It's only the 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 two guys, obviously, that that we want to see race in the main. And I, mm-hmm. I again, it's it's and that's the other thing too. What if they did let him pass?
1: Yeah, and then they gotta let everybody go. And
0: somebody and somebody and somebody say in like the one sixty fourth main or one twenty eighth main or whatever didn't. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that they, they just because they're Thai Testman, they get, they get a pass on one CC over or whatever it was.
2: You know, and that's one thing I like about roar. It don't matter who you are. Yeah, it really doesn't. You I know it really don't matter who you are, man. The, the,
0: the crazy thing, like, so the 2017, uh, nitro Roar Nats that I announced, I was the announcer for that race. Like changed me. Like it, it, It made me reevaluate my whole identity in RC. And I came to the decision that weekend that I was done being sponsored guy. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't want to be affiliated with some of these guys that I had seen act in such an inappropriate way that weekend. That I, I was just fed up with it. I could not believe how badly the Roar people were treated
1: at that race. Yeah.
0: And again, people that I thought were my friends were just shitting on me just because I was wearing a red shirt. So I was just done. I was like, I'm I'm done with this. I'm over it. But I can tell you that, like for instance, Ogden got um, a lap deducted for not marshalling that morning. Okay? Yeah. We disqualified more than 20 people that day for not marshalling. But you never hear about it. They think that th- th- a lot of the talk, I remember that weekend, a lot of the talk was, well, they just singled out him. No, we disqualified a lot of people for not marshaling. Everybody gets the same treatment, but you just didn't hear about it because they were in lower mains. A lot of them were pro drivers that had a crappy weekend and just said, "Nah, I'm not going to marshal," and went back to the pits. And I'm I was just sitting there disgusted by it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I think my feeling on this whole thing is I wish we could just have a Roar Nats without any controversy. <laughs> at all.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: The next big race that we have I feel like tech should be behind closed doors like what Scotty was talking about on the on the live RC broadcast. Well, the there's problem two, with that. There's two ways to look at it. Because then you get then you get people saying that Roar is purposely getting that guy.
2: Well, and you have the other the other thing is you know, like I was saying, everything's really cut and dry with Roar. Nobody gets a special treatment. Yeah. Well, then you're going to have people saying, well, that guy just got through because of who he is, that kind of thing behind the closed right. door.
0: Aren't they in such a weird catch-22? If you do it one way, yeah. then then you're you're letting everybody see the process and it's, and it's full transparency. But if you do it the other way, because of that full transparency, people will sit there and go, we're supposed to trust this guy? And, and it's Jeff Parker, you know, holding up a beaker as race director, he's sitting there, he's making sure that in fact,
1: yes, you're over. But because Mm -hmm. of the way that he's looking at it, he gets, he gets scrutinized even deeper. Right. It's tough.
0: That's that's such a crappy position to be in. That's why I'm glad I'm not, I'm not doing it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just, I don't know
2: if I'd ever do it again. I have enough stress
0: in my own track. I don't need, I don't need the whole nation stressing out on me, giving me a panic
1: attack. Yeah. I don't think those guys get enough credit, you know?
0: Oh, and then, and then the other thing that I wanted to say about this topic in general was the, the, the one thing that we've had in, in roar races since, um, since the race management team was introduced was consistency. So for the most part, it's been when, when there is changeover, the changeover is maybe one person at a time mm-hmm. there's not a, just a big gigantic change in management when it comes to the race management team that's put together so i remember when race management wasn't around okay so if you think it's bad now what if we didn't i mean and you, a lot of these people don't want to have the race management team anymore which is silly in my opinion but you know Every every race before like two thousand eight was different. Every race, yeah. Every race had different different tech. Some things got enforced, some didn't, even though it was in the rules. The officials that were there were, would would treat things differently. Sometimes based on who you were. I mean, I'm guilty of it.
2: It's kind of like you better let that guy go because I don't want to have to deal with him. Right, or
0: or <laughs> like know? um, you know, you better let that guy go because that that guy drives for the sponsor of the race. No, you know, stuff like that. So with with roar, you really don't get that. I saw one of the comments was like, "Follow the money." I'm like, "Are you kidding me?
2: What money? What money?" <laughs> First off, yeah, what money? Second
0: off, if there was money, where's my cut from the four years that I was on the? Where's where's my Where's my back
2: pocket? My kickback. Damn it. I saw that one too. It's like, dude, they're volunteers. (laughs) They're They're
0: getting paid, they're getting paid 1200 bucks to be there for five days. Five days of just, of just literally having people come up to them with their pants down and crapping all over them. (laughs) $1,200. That's all they get. That's, that's how much race management team members get. Or twelve fifty, whatever it is. It's a ridiculously low amount of money for the amount of crap that they have to that they are putting themselves into. So yeah, it's like you guys sucks. are getting paid. Yeah, that totally <laughs> sucks. That's I mean, you know, I don't know if I'd want to do it anymore. I, if honestly, if they asked me to announce a certain race, like maybe the Andro Dance or something, I, I would probably do it because I enjoy it but I wouldn't want to have any part of being official like on the roar side. It's bad enough to have to announce stuff. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's kind of where I was going with that. Like, like 2003, I was hired to announce the, uh, the mod and mm-hmm. that was, that was a blast. I had a ton of fun. Kevin Hetman Hetmansky from car action was in the booth with me all weekend. And, and uh, you know, I probably doesn't remember me, but that's fine. Um, but like we were laughing like nonstop. It was so much fun. Gretchen was there, just hanging out with us. And, yeah. uh, and they made everybody spray paint their wings. That, it was a rule that hadn't been enforced in ages. You were supposed to have a painted wing. Oh, really? And there was no hobby shop. And the, and the roar official there basically made everybody paint their wing. It was the most stupid thing ever. That was pre-race management hmm. team. Now we we can scuff our wings, but but in two thousand three that wasn't legal because the guy said so. So mm. you know, I mean, it, it's it's a tough thing. There are problems. I hope that they reevaluate how they do the tanks. Maybe maybe the there is a different method. I to be honest with you, I'm not even sure what the Ifmar method is. But a lot of the pro drivers that go to the worlds know what that method is, so maybe they can look at it and change how they do it, so that it eliminates if somebody is over, maybe it'll eliminate the controversy of them being over of being, of being as yeah. Roar's fault. And you know, maybe that's something that they seriously need to look at. I hope they do. I hope they make a change to be honest. Like, okay. So the, tr- the one year, the two, was it uh Cole and, um, and Ryan that got DQ'd for being, uh, underweight and Truggy because their tires wore down. Yeah. Okay. So what happened? They, they changed the weight of Truggy. Mm hmm. It it, it happened slowly, but eventually that got
1: fixed. So hopefully, hopefully we can get there, you know? I'm sure we will. I just, I just
0: want to see one of these Rornats without anything
2: ah, crazy. I mean, we're we're racing RC cars here. It's supposed to be a good time. It is.
0: I mean, it's their jobs though, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, that probably costs quite a bit of money. Because wasn't he going to start right behind? Well, he, he wouldn't have started first because Dakota was first. But
2: even Mayfield says he still does RC for fun. That's true.
0: No, you're right. <sighs> so there you go. All right, is that our, is that our hot take on that? Are we good with that? You think, or you want to? Yeah, that's gonna, a pretty nice hot take.
1: RC breaking news.
0: Okay, so here we go. Did you see what dropped today? Yeah. AKA purchased by horizon hobby.
2: Yeah. They're just buying everything.
1: What the heck?
2: Yeah.
0: That came completely out of left field.
2: Buckle up, buttercup. <laughs>
0: Buck her up, yeah. buckaroos.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: How is that even going to work if they own Proline and now they own a, cause that's what that means, right? They bought AKA, right?
2: Right. So, my, my take on that is there's still two separate companies, you know, like there's still two, op- two companies that operate independently. It's almost like you have to look at horizon hobby as an investor. Okay. And, um, if you had a company, um, and I, I can't speak for them, you know, I can't say anything cause I don't know anything, but if, uh, if you had a company, um, we'll say that, uh, maybe can't come out with new stuff or um l- let's just say a company that needs investment right well the only way for a company uh to, for somebody to invest in that is to own the company right mm-hmm. like that they they want um they want higher uh return on their i I want to say risky but on their um on their investment, they want a higher return on their investment, right? So, um, if you had a company that wasn't necessarily making enough money and needed cash flow to have new products, this would probably be the way, best way to get an investor: is to have have them actually own the product. And and you, you don't necessarily know what that even looks like behind the scenes, you know what I mean? So, um, the way that I could see this working is. Uh and this could be for either ProLine or or AKA, I don't know, or any other company they buy, Arma, whatever. Um, let's say uh they come out with a whole bunch of new product, either one of them, and it flops. Well, that's not something you're gonna invest in, is it? Mm-hmm. You know? So or it could go the other way. They're like, hey, here's this cash flow, we want you to tool this up. Um Uh, go all the way with this, with this product and we want to see where you can take it. You sell it. It works out well. Um, You know, it's the most popular item in the industry. And um, then you get to keep making more of these cool items. You know, it could potentially save a company. Yeah. So that's my take on it, you know, and I don't know if that's the case for either one of them. I have no idea. This is just a guess.
0: I, I can tell you that they put a lot behind the Proline acquisition. Like they really they really pressed that it was a good thing to the to the hobby stores. And yeah. I, it's weird. I've been seeing all these people say that like no, no, Proline's gotten problems with Proline getting stuff in stock. Honestly, we haven't seen that at all. It's actually gotten better. Cuz last mm-hmm. year, Proline yeah, yeah. had nothing. You couldn't find 10 scale positrons to save your life. And now, I mean, we, we can, we have them on open order. So even though we order a lot of them, we, you know, we were able to, we're able to replenish what we sell, whereas, as, um, it, it wasn't the case there for a little while,
1: especially.
2: Yeah. Maybe there for a while, everything was out of stock and now they have that cash flow where they can actually, uh, you know, fill the molds, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, uh, have, you know, prepare more before they sell, sell more type of thing. Yeah. I,
1: I, I,
0: I don't, I don't think this is an end of the world situation. If you're an AK fan, it is going to be interesting though with the pro drivers. That's my first thought. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking
1: Tebow, right? With, I mean, he's one of the remaining big dogs that had a kind of a not pro line, not J concepts deal yeah
0: Wiggins Wiggins is, is a K big time I'm trying to think of others but but that that was my first thought I didn't even care about supply or anything like that I was like holy crap
1: what are these guys gonna do not that we should care I guess but it's just it's just it's just chatter right you know
0: I saw somebody said Horizon is buying the Plex too. no they are not no
2: Although that never happened.
0: Although because they're eighty percent of distri- distribution now, I mean we kinda kind of in a <laughs> roundabout <right> way. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways, so I I saw that today. I know that you've had um in the past you've had communication with, with Gelosi Jr. quite a bit. I know Oh,
2: I I have no idea. No
1: no input
0: Which I always thought was really cool when he was Helping Hobbytown out.
2: Yeah, it was really cool. It was a good time.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: AKA Steve RC wants to know. I'm 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 not. I'm purposely not going to the chat very often because I don't want to get off track. But he wants to know what AK makes. And A.K.A. makes tires. I mean, I think they focus more on the eight skill side than the ten skill side. Even though they, you'll see some uh, clay compound scribbles being used by a few guys at the plex.
1: Yeah. On a regular basis, Rob Connor and Mitchell. Mitchell Pavel or two that come to mind. Yeah. But
0: uh I don't know. I don't think it's the end of the world for AKA. I everybody thought it was gonna be the end of the world for Proline, and I I think just based on the open stock that I see when I when we make orders, I don't I don't necessarily see anything bad out of it. I don't think the prices have gone up crazy at all. Uh, I think there's been some normal price increases because supply's so crappy. Mm-hmm. You know? So we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, we're gonna switch gears here. Uh, yeah, because I was all I got all like hyped up about the nationals thing again. I gotta stop doing
1: that. Did you see what Emerson did yesterday? Yeah, you told me about it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, Associated Team Associated uh, got me on back order for a DR10 kettle last year, like like September we sponsored the Ottawa drag strip with a small sponsorship and one of the things about it was we were supposed to have a small section of of somewhere like one of the small section of runway to do some like demos yeah and so i called up team associate and i was like hey this is what we're doing i'm like you think you could help us out and they're like yeah we'll send you a dr10 i'm like freaking sweet well the dr10 didn't show up until january mm-hmm. so i had a dr10 and i'm like all right this is awesome So I put some J concepts goodies on it. I got the brass stuff for the front end and, uh, now I need to get the, uh, cool J concepts, um, wheelie bar. Yeah, you do. Now that I've done, now that I've actually done it, I want to get the wheelie bar.
1: Gotta have that. Gotta have that.
0: So then, um, you know, I hadn't really had a chance to even use it maybe once or twice. I got it out and, uh, um, tested it a little bit and was like, oh yeah, this is pretty cool. Well, then I saw that I had a Sunday off. I had yesterday off, Father's Day, Mm -hmm. because I have to work uh, today, which I don't normally work today, and then I work tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, and then we're going to regionals. So, I looked and I'm like, holy crap, the Missouri Valley drag racing is going on that same day. I'm like, we should do this. I've never done this before. Let's do this. So, I got got to tell you, I got more hyped up about this than I have gotten in a long time for racing. Yeah. (laughs) I was truly excited to do something because I've never done it before. I went in clueless. I had no idea what I was doing to be honest with you. Um, I got, I put a three, five in my car. I put a speaking controller I had lying around in my car and I did a little bit of testing on the holiday bright lights parking lot where it's flat and smooth mm-hmm. and just got my car to go straight. And I was happy. I was like, all right, my car's going straight. I'm good. I don't know how fast I am, but my car goes straight. Well, then, uh, Losey hooked us up with a, uh, 22 no prep for the channel. So I'm like, holy crap, now we got a second car. So, Emerson, uh, we decided that we were going to race the 13.5 class. Emerson bought, uh, a, a J concepts body from the store because we were just out of time to order anything. And, uh, I put, um, a 13.5 in it. I got from Jason Haley, which is really fast, by the way, Jason. Thank you. And uh, speaking of, I got it all ready to go. And Emerson got the body. He painted it himself, and he, he stickered it all up, tried to make it look like a drag car and everything. And then we uh, took some practice laps, passes in front of our house, which is kind of flat, on Saturday night after races, as it was getting dark. We got his car to go straight. And so we just packed everything up and got ready to go, and we went out there. And, uh, um, as soon as practice opened up, I went, I went over there and did some passes and, and, uh, at first my car wasn't going straight and I was like, Oh crap. (laughs) But then it was all tires. Honestly, you would love it as a tire guy. It's yeah. I I bet you, like you say, like we don't race cars, we race tires. I think in this case, for sure, absolutely. A lot of it's just. Making sure your tires are good to go. But let me tell you really? stuff. The sticky stuff that they're using, tire compound, I don't mm-hmm. know how you can not get your tires good using that stuff. It is so freaking sticky and aggressive.
2: It's like molasses, huh?
0: It, and I, it, has, it has a distinct smell, and I can't. I bet you if you smelled it, you'd be able to tell me what it is. But I, it's got a very distinct smell, and I'm like, I know this smell, but I can't put my finger on what it is. So we're gonna try to get some of that stuff in for the store to sell. Because I, I also owe Bob Hamilton a, a bottle of it because we used a lot of this tire sauce. Oh really? Yeah, we did. But anyways, so uh so Emerson, he practiced a lot and 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 we seemed really happy. I had no idea how fast his car was. I kind of guessed on the gearing. Um we geared it uh Stocksburger. No, no, no. Yes, stock wait, was it Stocksburg No, seventy-six low C spur gear with a 32 tooth pinion gear and a, and mm-hmm. a, a hobby wing, thirteen-five G three motor with the timing just cranked up. And he ran the car, the low C 22 stock out of the box. We made some changes. No, we made some changes to the springs, um, to the rear shocks, not the springs. So the rear shocks on the 22 are kind of weird. They had this giant piece of fuel tubing as a limiter on the inside of it and a giant piece of fuel tubing on the outside of it. So the rear end of this car has like maybe, what is that? Five millimeters of overall travel. Yeah. And it, it To me, it made the car, I felt bound up. I, I, for a minute, I thought that the zip ties were still like holding the car in the box. Mm-hmm. So I took off those shocks. I took all that crap out of there. Uh, not crap, but I took, I, I took all that stuff out of there and I put in, I left in a tiny little limiter in the shocks, maybe three millimeters. I filled it with 2000 weight um, diff fluid. Stock springs. I moved the shocks out on the tower and out on the arm, and uh, and then another little problem happened where the if you have the gear cover on, when the when the car drops on throttle, it, uh, it the drive shaft hits the hits the gear the the gear cover. Really? So I had to run it without a gear cover. Super chat. We just got a super chat from Trevor Paul, by the way, for ten bucks. Ooh, thanks, Trevor. With no question either. That's pretty awesome. Thank you. If you ask a question, we'll answer it. But it's Trevor. He's probably just like, these guys deserve ten bucks. Thanks, Trevor. <laughs> uh anyways, okay. So anyways, so uh my first race, so this is crazy. So what they do is uh I raced Outlaw and I and and Emerson raced 13.5 and then we both raced this uh, bracket. Okay? So I'll try to explain all this. So my first race, they put you in a line and then they draw these balls out and they they, they have a number. So if you're in row two, then they go to, so like um, he'll say row three and then he'll pull another ball out and say number two. And if you're the second guy in line, you're the guy that gets to go. So it's all random. hmm I got placed with the guy who won the thing. My first race. Oh, really? Yeah. So $20 entry fee, my first race. I had already practiced against this guy and I was like, there's no way I'm beating that guy. And my first race is up against this guy. And maybe I just mind screwed myself. You know how I just like I was beaten
2: before the race even started. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm
0: saying? So, Mm -hmm. so I'm up to the line and this guy, I can't remember his name, but he is amazing on the tree. He has got mm-hmm. it down. His reaction time must be flawless because by the, time, by the time I saw the green, this guy was halfway down the strip. Yeah. And so I, I was just like, well, okay, I might as well have just take the $20 bill, put it up to a lighter and went, <laughs> you know,
1: like there goes cool
0: my $20. See. see ya, Bye. So it was a $5 buyback. So I bought back in on that one. Emerson goes up there and he wins his
2: first race. Really? Yes. Is it 13.5 or open? 13.5. Or? Okay.
0: So then, um, then we race bracket. And bracket's really cool because basically you go up there and you say your breakout time. Okay. And if you go under your breakout time, you lose. Okay. Okay. So uh, there's a kid. He was in the finals with a TRX-6. I don't know what his breakout time was, but it had to be like 10 seconds. Really? Okay. So he's, so this kid gets a 10 second head start, and then let's say it's me. Well, my breakout time, the fastest I could go on that day was a two, six. So I'd tell him, okay, I'm going to go with two, six. So I had to start, you know, I started like 7.8 seconds or something behind him. So my tree goes off and then I'm supposed to chase him down. And in theory, we're supposed to cross the line basically at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I won my first race in bracket and Emerson won his first race in bracket. And I'm like, Oh, this is pretty fun. Actually. Mm -hmm. I buy back in, in outlaw. I win my first race after that. Luckily, I did not have to go against this guy again, even though he was, (laughs) when they called his name, I was just sitting there. God, Oh God, not two times in a row. Please, 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 please. Didn't. So it didn't happen. So then, uh, the second round came. Emerson won again. I, Won my second race after the buyback, and basically this was my my glory run. Okay, so mm-hmm. you know how have you ever played golf?
1: No, Mini- miniature golf. Miniature golf. But never. Okay. All right.
0: So I regular. I used to try to play golf. Okay, and I was really bad at it. Sucked at it. I'm fat. I'm out of shape. I really didn't like it, but I I liked it. But I but what what would happen was. I would say I'm going to quit, and then I'd get that one perfect tee.
2: Hole-in-one. No, yeah. not a
0: hole-in-one, but just put me right in the middle of the fairway. Hey. Like the one really good shot, and it makes you think, if I just do that the whole time, we good. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's what this run was. My reaction time was .002. Is that good? That's really good. Because the guy that I was going up against... I think is one of the one of the better people there. I think it it, it should have been the, the the guy that won the whole thing versus this other guy, mm-hmm. and I knew that. And I'm thinking in my head, you know what? Just redline it, like just guess. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, I know my car's gonna go straight, so let's just let's just try to beat the clock or the tree. And uh, I get, I got video of it, and you can see me get a better launch off the off the line. The other guy's reaction was 0.26. So I started two tenths ahead of this guy. Mm-hmm. And I won, and I couldn't believe I won. And so then the next round I got a bye because there was five of us. And so then I ended up getting beat by the same fast guy again because Bob Hamilton made the finals because he got a bye because there was three of us. Um, and yeah. he hadn't gotten a buy yet, so you can't get more than one buy. So I had to face off against, against, um, God, I can't remember his name. I feel really dumb. I'm really terrible with names. Anyways, the point is I had a super fun time. Officially I finished third. Um, you can only buy back one time. So they, so if you got beat right away in the first round, you could buy back in for the second round after that. No more buybacks. Otherwise they'd be there forever. Mm. Right.
2: That's so, too bad.
0: yeah. So, uh, so I felt pretty good about that. I actually did better than what I expected. I, had. this was one of those deals where I didn't really care. Where I finished. I kind of knew I yeah. was going to buy back in, so I brought cash with me just in case. Were you like, do you accept check? <laughs> kind of. I made sure they accepted <laughs> cards. I had to buy some pinion gears. Um. Anyways, Emerson kept winning. Emerson made it to the finals of thirteen five. Um. And then, uh, Emerson and I both made it to the to the semifinals of the bracket race, and we had to race each other. So his mm-hmm. his name got drawn, then my name got drawn. So it was father versus son. It was freaking awesome. It was super fun. I got video of it. It's gonna be in one big video. Um I used my new camera. Now I have to learn the editor. So it might take me a little while because I'm slow. Um, but I will get a video up of this of this event. It was a ton of fun. Um I had him. I had Emerson. He actually got me on the tree, but my car was a mod, so I was I chased him down. But then it got super duper windy right before this race. We're talking like 40 or 50 mile an hour winds.
1: And perfect storm.
0: Dude, you can see my car. I, I drifted over and I tried to correct it. My wheels must have been up off the ground because I couldn't correct it. And you know, what did you call that? The uh, disqualifier thing in the middle? It, the
2: disqualification ramp.
0: Yeah, I hit that. And my car, <laughs> my car went like 15 feet in the air and like 40 feet long. And I landed on the back of it. Pretty sick. So Emerson was like, ha, 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 in your cool. face. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So uh, so Emerson won that, and then he was in the finals of bracket. He had, to, he had to face off against a kid with a TRX-6 crawler. And because the wind was coming from the north northwest, uh, this kid, I was at the finish line. The kid crossed first, but he broke out of his time.
2: Because <laughs> he got he's, pushed. He's drag racing
0: a rock crawler. Yeah, he drag racing. He had like a 10-second lead, and he he broke out. His 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 uh, he went faster than his breakout time. Because I he had, he got pushed. The wind helped him out. It was crazy. Okay, so Emerson won bracket one hundred and ninety dollars for that. So then thirteen five was the last race of the night, and. It was a really good, close race. Um, I thought Emerson had won. The light flashed green on Emerson's side, showing that he had won, but the other side, the sensor, the finish line sensor, uh, mm-hmm. stopped working. Uh. And so they had to take a second, and um, I think Bob's wife was, um, was uh, filming on the other end at the finish line, so they tried to review the tape. Well, she was kind of in a bad angle. She wasn't actually at the finish line. She was in front of it. hmm And at first, they said that, that the other person had won. I can't remember her name either. It was a girl. Um, yeah. But uh, but then they reviewed the tape, and Emerson won by car length. He actually was behind, but we had him geared a certain way, I guess. You know, where he... We... we we were playing with this car out in the yard afterwards and it's really fast on the top end. So, yeah, he started right behind her, was probably one or two car lengths back and then chased it down and ended up finishing um just ahead of it. So for that he won $90 because there was only 7 people in 135. So my son took home 280 freaking dollars from this thing and I got nothing. It was Father's Day. I got zero, zilch, nada. Sorry about your luck. You suck.
2: He didn't even like, get you anything, I'm sure. No, I was
0: like, dude, you're taking me to Hooters for Father's Day. And he's like, no, I'm not. What? I'm like, dude, come on. Father's Day Hooters trip and you're buying. That's what you do when you win that much money.
2: Man. Yeah. Just when I thought you were
0: raising a good kid. Dude, sometimes he can be kind of a douche canoe. Sometimes.
2: What? What? <laughs> Is he there? <laughs>
0: no, he's not here.
2: Oh, I, yeah. well, I, like, I, I just thought that it was really funny. Like, like, no, oh, I'm keeping it. <laughs> I was well, saying did, that. Okay. Too.
1: So I
0: did make him pay for his thirteen-five entry, but I paid for his bracket entry. So, so in that regard, I, I don't have to owe him anything. He wanted me to pay him his $20 back. And I'm like, no, you just won $280. Go screw yourself. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, no.
2: He's still, like, after he won, he wanted you to pay pay
1: him back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's... He's
0: he's a... Yeah, whatever.
2: He gets that
1: from you. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he probably does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You want to take a pivot break and then we'll talk about the uh, Saturday Truck Series real fast and we'll talk about your gas truck and then we'll, we'll take a question or two and then we'll get out of here.
1: And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah!
0: This is a Pivot Lending Update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. This is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. Today is May 10th, 2021. And we are excited to let everybody know at Pivot Lending, we have a one-year lock program now. If you are in the construction market and you're looking to build your new home, and uh, you're concerned about the interest rate fluctuations or rising interest rates, which I don't blame you. We've got a one-year lock program, so give us a call, 402-881-5951, and we can help you with that long-term interest rate lock. 402-881-5951, and we can lock your rate up to one year. David Olson, NMLS 16099, Don Zoller, NMLS 277589, Pivot Lending, NMLS 109995.
1: We return you now to your regularly scheduled program.
0: This is the time of the show where I normally open up a kickstart, but I've already had two today and this is my third. So I think I'm going to leave the other
1: one that I had in line here for tomorrow.
2: Yeah, it's like, what, nine o'clock, 930? <laughs> yeah, it is. Great time to knock that off. I know. For the evening.
1: The winner is...
2: Okay, we
0: had a pretty good race weekend. There was like 30-something entries on Friday night. Um, I think they had an e-buggy class again with e-truggy kind of mixed in there. And then uh, Saturday was our first Saturday Truck Series. This is something that's been brewing in my head for a while. Um, With all the different classes and not being able to... Not being able to take... all of them in the summer series. Otherwise would be there until like midnight. Um, yeah. I kind of like thought, well, maybe, maybe let's do something with, with just trucks. And this would give us, this would, this gave us a chance to bring back, say like the stock slash class, which I had a ton of fun in and gas truck,
2: which I have a ton of fun in. Usually unless I don't destroy a transmission, like that one time I, TQ'd the Byron's race and had a two or three lap lead. My transmission stripped. Yeah, that was but devastating. Hey, but hey, who remembers that? Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> no gas trucks at this one. Nobody had them ready yet.
2: Yeah, that was my my big deal.
0: That's okay. Um, next round there'll be there'll be some though. So we had forty four entries. We had uh, Plex spec beginner. We had uh, Pro two um, short course truck slash spec Pro four short course truck thirteen five. Uh, and 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 mod truck we combined them into one heat and then mini truggy. And the biggest classes of the day were uh, Pro 4 and mini truggy. It was like uh it was like 2012 or 13 all over again. So, with that being said, uh in Plexback it was the only class where we allowed buggies uh, this weekend.
1: Cole Webb was your TQ but Eli Webb won. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so the green Losi. Knocked out the blue associated car. And then Diego
0: Quintana uh, was uh, third in his Pro 4 short course truck. And then you had the Haley's. You had Sawyer in front of Riker. And then Eli Vanderleest, who was, uh, I believe, Tom Baker's either grandkid or nephew or something like that. I think it's grandkid. Um, yeah. And uh, with a slash that was brought that bought that day at the Plex.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yep. And then Andrew Zhang uh, was going to finish higher, but he ended up breaking out a, he broke a rear hub twice. And so, uh, unfortunately, Andrew, but he's going to, he said he'd be back on Saturday. So, and he was in the store today too, uh, bought some stuff, getting some other cars um, ready to go. His girlfriend was there with him. Um, Pro two short course Truck. So first time we've, well, not really. Well, yeah, pr- I would say we've had thirteen five short course truck, but not technically pro two where it's kind of open. Ashley McCormick was your TQ, but Tyler Fleming took the win. And then chili Duncan uh, finished third. Jake Poteet was fourth and Emerson Sturgeon. Uh, I kind of made him run. We have a 22 ready to run. You know, those, that those line of low C22 ready to runs that aren't really 22s, but they call them 22s. Yeah. So we have one of those. Right. And, I've driven it a few times and it ha- handles really good. It's a rear motor. And uh I thought it'd be funny to take that to like a national race mod short course. Yeah. Cuz usually there's like six entries in mod short course nowadays. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah, it'd just be fun to take that and say I made the main, you know. Anyways, uh Emerson did not like driving it, so he he finished 5th. Um Andrew Zhang was broken out. He he basically was running back to back with the same truck. Uh okay, then slash spec was a lot of fun. Um ITQ'd. I had a really good second qualifier. We raced our qualifiers heads up. But uh in the main, Dustin Hosick snuck in there on the last three
1: turns and took the win. That's awesome. And that's a slash that he bought that day as well. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, cool. Super
0: fun. Chili Duncan got
1: all yeah, my lead. Chili Duncan
0: got second eight tenths in front of yours truly. And the end of this one is crazy. I got it on video. Uh, I had the lead. Uh, my car, my truck got squirrely and I bounced off the pipe like, like that ride at Disneyland where you just bounce off the sides. Yeah. Everybody caught back up. Chili dropped a fender on me after the big double in the back. And then I dropped a fender on him right before the triple and pushed both of us out of the way for Dustin to come around. And then on the last turn before the loop, I tried to get on the inside and the, it's been a while since I've short course truck. So I remember now that you can rub to a point, but at one point, if you rub too much, your front fenders or whatever get caught up on the rear bumpers. And that's what I did. I, I, I basically got stuck on Chili's rear bumper. And, uh, uh-huh. and so then, uh, when we got separated, um that's when he crossed the line in front of me, which is fine. It's it's slash spec. It was fun. Yeah. Uh Ben Ford finished fourth. TJ Williams also brought his slash, finished uh fifth, and Tom Baker, who also bought his slash
1: that day, uh finished sixth. So that was pretty awesome. Um Then we had Stadium Truck and oh no,
0: no, Pro Four. We had Pro Four and uh this one. Uh, let's see. Ashley McCormick was again, your TQ, but I, man, I don't know. I can't remember what happened to him. Um, but he was done at the five minute mark. Easton McCormick though, was right there to take up the slack. So he took the win. Uh, Chad Irwin finished second. Tyler Fleming finished third. Chad Irwin was like, dude, this is the first time I've ever been on the podium for podium, for podium pictures. As long as he'd been running there. I can't, I can't believe that, but that's what he said. Uh, Chad erwin has been racing at the Plex since like 2012 <laughs> yeah. really uh, Ben Ford was 4th, uh, Ashton McCormick finished 5th even with breaking out, um, Addison Holderman which was his first time at the Plex finished 6th, Pat Sherkamp was there racing Pro 4 coming out of the woodwork finished 7th and Diego was 8th and TJ uh, was racing his slash 4x4 four four, but I think it broke before the race started I think is what happened and then stadium truck, we had to put um, mod and stock together. So they got scored differently, but it saved us um, trying to find marshals for two guys or whatever. Right. Alex Vanderbeek in mod uh, took the win 15 6 flat. Uh, and Jason Haley officially finished second in mod with 11 at 608.
2: Wow. Well, that's pretty good considering he hasn't raced in like two and
0: months, mod, three months. And mod truck, too. Yeah. Uh, TJ Williams got the win in truck.
1: Oh, really? That's good.
0: Yeah, in thirteen-five, Jake Poteet was second, and Ben Ford was third. Chili Duncan was fourth, and Tyler Fleming broke out um, and got fifth. And then you had Mini Truggy, and uh, Mini Truggy Dustin Hosick got the TQ and win. I think he's the only TQ that actually won. That on on Saturday. Oh, really? Yes. Easton McCormick was second. Emerson was third. Um, Ben was fourth. Chad Irwin was fifth. Jason Morey was sixth. I still have his asterisk next to his name for the independent series. That's kind of funny. Uh, Brian Morey was seventh, which was established in two thousand like thirteen, by the way. Um, yeah. Brian Morey was seventh. Tom Baker was eighth, and uh, Jake Poteet was ninth. Nice. Dustin um, Dustin had a pretty good race. Uh, his truck looks really good. Emerson plugged his speed controller in backwards right before the start of the race.
1: Oh, perfect. Let all the speed out of it.
0: So I was kind of hot, and uh, I think I left the mic on, so I think everybody heard me give my son like a, kind of a tongue-lashing. What are you doing?! Because I literally, he so the problem was, was he wasn't focused. He was working on his drag car body, so he was upstairs. So he was making <laughs> everybody wait for this race to start. And I should have just gone without him, but, but I'm like, no, come on, you got to get down here. So on the microphone, I said, I said on the mic, I said, don't plug your speed controller in backwards. What? And then two Whoa. minutes later, him and Riley are coming in and Emerson's like, can you, can you plug this in? I'm scared. And I'm like, and then I went, <laughs> what's that smell? I'm like, did you plug it in backwards? And he's like, Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. So then I was kinda mad because I was like I was like, man, I can't afford to buy you a speed controller for this thing, you know? But luckily, we just cut the capacitor off and it still worked. So it's fine.
2: Which truck was it?
0: His mini truggy. Oh, really? Yeah, the one that he's doing really good with. Yeah. <sighs> God, just breaking Dude, everything. I, was, on that I thing. was pretty upset, but it all worked out. It's fine. So, so there you go. So, uh, that's the first ever Saturday truck series. Um, Rome wasn't built in the day. I'm not, I'm not disappointed with 44 entries in any way, shape or form. We had full heats. A lot of guys were running back to back. So we kind of had to beg and then borrow and steal for quarter marshals, you know, but, um, it's fine. It was a fun day. It was a really fun day. And it, it actually was kind of nice because then Emerson and I could get out of there and work on our drag cars for the following day. Yeah, and get a new speed control. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> so uh, so you're working on your e-buggy, and you've already got your gas truck done.
2: Gas truck is done. If you look at my Facebook, there's or my Instagram. The Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, and in, that's Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you look on my social media that I'm a part of uh, I have video of it running and some photos of it. So check that out. Nice. But it is the, and we had Chad parks on, was it like three months ago, two months ago? Yeah. For the gas truck conversion kit that he's making, the ignites RC one. And here's mine. Well, this one is actually uh, Jason Haley's right. Um, mine actually just showed up today. Like when I got home, um, of course, like if something's going to be late or screwed up, it's going to be mine. Yeah. So yeah, here's mine. Looks good. Um, it's yeah, it's pretty trick. Um, I'm running, uh, an OS, uh, TZ point twelve engine in this that belonged to a very good friend of mine. Um. And gas yes, truck is is like one of my all time favorite classes and I wish we got to race it more, so yeah. I'm kinda hoping it comes back. But yeah, I shook this thing down out in my driveway. Um just kinda I just kinda beating on it actually just to make sure like everything was set up, you know, not squawking and making a bunch of noise. And I just had some old slicked out uh J Concept's gold tires, so the video you see is actually actually me driving it with slicks on it and it still had plenty of grip and was, you know, moving around really good. Um, the build was actually like, was pretty decent. Um, I put it, I ended up putting a slide carb on it and, uh, my rotary carburetor, I don't know if there's something wrong with it or what, but it like catches. And like when you give full break, like the, it's like the, the stop or the idle doesn't work anymore. The idle screw. So I don't know if there's something wrong with my rotary carb or whatever, but this seemed plenty smooth. Once I got it kind of rolling and warmed up and had a good tune on it. Cause it's safe to say I might be a better tuner than I was, uh, 10 years ago yeah. on a nitro engine, but, um, it went together pretty easy. Um, I'm actually using a Protec battery cause I didn't have any other, uh, batteries. The reedy ones are out of stock. So, yeah. I got I got a ProTech one in there that fit. I didn't have to like modify anything. The only thing, oh okay, the only thing I had to modify was the rear arm to clear the spur gear, um, so it didn't drag at full suspension. Oh yeah, yeah, you just have to put like a notch in it.
0: I vaguely remember the GT2 having a problem with that. Where in the middle of a race you'd lose a spur gear because uh because your arm like would rub on it.
2: Yeah, so I took care of that. Um, I put a, a T5M or a B, B5 uh, ball link here on the servo arm. So there's no issue. Um, everything's loctited and double nut is like crazy. And I have that all steel transmission in this one, like the idler and oh, yeah. the, um, diff gear. So, I mean, it's, it should be built for durability. Yeah. Um. And I'm running – this is actually – and actually a big shout-out or thanks to Kyle Gannon and Kara Gannon because they gave me uh, uh, Kara's T6.1. Um, if I didn't have that, I wouldn't have oh, to donate? To yeah. I, I thought I had everything. Like I was really methodical going through the manual. Mm-mm. Didn't have everything. <laughs> so this is actually a 6.1 rear end and a 6.2 front end. Right. Because I, I wanted the goal wing on this thing. Right. Um, instead of the flat arm, so, um, but I mean it. It drove really well in my driveway. Yeah, I'm gonna take it to the plex tomorrow and run it. So it
0: looks like it looks. I looked today, and it looks like there's. I think there's five people signed up for gas truck right now. But I think they're gonna have yeah. more because I know they had. They have more than that on a regular basis. The, the right. local yeah. Kansas City scene, and uh, so I, th- I bet you'll have more.
2: I'm thinking ten to fifteen. I'm thinking if I guess, I bet you there's
0: eight or nine. You think so? Yeah, I don't think there's gonna be two. I don't think there'll be two heats.
2: They have eight or nine at a club race or at their <laughs> truck series. Yeah, but this is a roar race. What's the difference? There's always those guys that are like, screw roar.
0: Uh-oh. Discontinued. They, uh oh. They discontinue their data alerter. One of the there's gonna be guys who don't want to pay. They there's there'll be guys who spend. Thousands of dollars in RC cars, but they're pissed that they got to pay $30 to, to pay Roar to be a member.
2: Well, it'd be cool if they didn't show up, because then I'd make the main. So. Yeah. I bet you there's going to be eight or nine <laughs> gas trucks. Eight
0: or nine is my guess. Yeah. There's, uh, uh, right now, there's two heats of Nitro Buggy. Um, I didn't look at Truggy, but I know that there's three heats of E-Buggy. Three heats worth. Unless they, unless they put like 13 of us all in a race.
2: Three heats of e buggy. Yep. Right Man, now. I should have been working on my e buggy harder. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, there's
0: only dude. There's only six people signed up for forty plus nitro. <laughs> Are you running it? Oh, yeah, I'm running it. You're running e buggy too, right? I'm running a forty plus and e buggy, and Emerson's running nitro buggy.
2: Man, I just hope I don't suck at e buggy. I thought they were
0: going to have mini truggy, and then then they didn't. So. That was gonna be Emerson's second class, but that's fine. It saves me money and entry fees, so it's fine.
2: Yeah. And tires. So Yeah. And wearing tires. Hey, what tires are those that you got that one time? Are those double D's? Double D's. Do those have open cell inserts? Yes. Can I have those tires? Sure.
0: I said you could. Oh yeah. You can thank uh you can thank one of our Patreon members, Nick uh Nick Chestnut.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Nick.
0: So,
2: man, I should have been working on my e more.
0: <laughs> You'll be fine. We got time. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you that not in the know, uh, it's going to be Will, me, Emerson, and Jackson all in one camper.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're we're gonna drag my camper down fr- play, uh, Friday that morning. That camper
0: is gonna smell like a giant colon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like. <laughs> So we took, I actually built my gas truck, uh, while we were out camping this weekend. Like I, I had like the front end in the middle of it built and like I put the engine in, like my wife went to sleep at like 11 Yeah. and I was up till like three o'clock in the morning every morning (laughs) uh, or like every, every night, like while we were there working on this.
0: Dude, that's what I'm going to end up doing with this video. I want to get this video done so that I can upload it so I can have a free, I can focus on the regional race video next
2: yeah. It's like, what day is it? Monday? Like, Oh, that's not yeah, enough time. Yeah, like yeah. I'm worried about running out of time. to get stuff. Well, ready. That's why
0: I worked on Emerson's car and my car a couple of weeks ago. They are on the shelf clean and ready to go. I changed, we did all the setup changes that we learned from the thunder alley or the thunder road mm-hmm. race and everything. And they're, they're ready to go. I think I'm going to fire up our nitro truck, uh, at some, maybe Thursday night before we leave for your house. Just to make yeah. sure.
2: What, what, what pinion gear do, do you run in an debuggy buggy anymore? Is it like 16?
0: 15 or 16 usually. I think on the Techno I'm running a 16. 15. I think I undergeared mine. Okay. Just a hair.
2: I went through my okay. gears and I'm missing. Uh, I have 13, 14. I'm missing 15 and 16. and I have a 17 oh, and an 18. We got
0: them at the Plex. So if you come up tomorrow, we got them in stock. You're good.
2: Oh, I'm am cu- coming up tomorrow. Like I'm i gonna will I just want to break the drivetrain in my e-buggy. Yeah. more than anything. Yep. Like I just need to get that thing like and make sure it's gonna live. Like I didn't screw something up bad. Hmm. hmm? Oh yeah.
1: Do you have one?
0: Let's get through the comments and then we'll we'll take off. Unless you got something else, you want to talk about anything else before we do this?
2: No, just thanks to Jason for letting me trade kits with him. Mine just showed up today, so he's gonna get mine. And uh um if he didn't do it, I there's no way. There's no way I would have been ready. Yeah,
0: yeah, you would have been stressing out big time.
2: Yeah. So made the difference.
1: But anyway, that is it.
0: So uh just scrolling through here, they wanted us to talk about the tank thing, which is fine. Um uh did I say Chestnut? I am in Nuthouse. Nick Nuthouse. Who's Nick Chestnut?
2: Isn't there a Chestnut out uh, there? Noah Chestnut. Yeah, Noah Chestnut's brother.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: God. See, it's 10 o'clock. Is he listening? I'm not
0: used to doing this at 10 o'clock. Uh, you can yeah. thank our, our Patreon member, Nick Nuthouse, not Nick Chestnut. There is a Nick Chestnut, though, isn't there?
2: Yeah, I thought that that's who you actually got these tires from. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. No, it's Nuthouse. Or is it Chestnut? God damn it!
2: Uh, I thought it was Chestnut. Oh, jeez! Nick Nuthouse or Chestnut? Please comment. I'm, did did dude, we get
0: tires? I'm such a terrible person with names. Yeah, Nick Nick Chestnut. I was right. See,
2: damn it! I believe you. I, that's that's kind of quirky that there's a the-
0: no. Hold on, that's really quirky though that there's a Nick Nuthouse and a Nick Chestnut. Like you can see how I can screw that up, right? It's like sure. Tyler. It's like Tyler Fleming. There's like three different Flemings, and I keep getting his name wrong every time that we have a summer series race but mm-hmm. i know it's i know it's tyler fleming it's just my brain cannot for whatever reason process what's going on i think my dad had a stroke like a year and a half ago i think somehow in the cosmic universe like part of his stroke like came over and went into my brain
2: <laughs> your dad had a, sp- a stroke so bad you felt it yeah basically <laughs> oh man anyways okay um
0: uh, Jackson Anderson wanted us to mention that he finished second at NDRC for his race. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Trevor Paul said, this isn't nom rules are rules. Yeah. Jason Haley said, maybe they should have handout fuel
2: tanks. That would not work. <laughs> <laughs> but good idea, though. Good idea. Sorry.
0: Let's see. Uh Oh, that's right. They were using a fish tank bubbler for, to pressure it. The, the the line,
1: bit of the old bubbly, huh? yeah. A little fish tank, a fish tank aerator. That's what they said. So that cannot be. That's not a lot of pressure. Of, no,
2: that's, that's not a lot of pressure. You gonna tell me that's gonna stretch a tank? Yeah, it's not a lot of pressure. <sighs> that's ridiculous. I I don't know if I believe it. Yeah, I'd have to see it. I would have to see it. Like let's put a tank in the oven at 200 degrees, 300 degrees, whatever those car, whatever that tank is Ooh. in the car and test it. Dude, that would I wonder how many. Did.
0: I wonder how many hits we'd get if we did a, like
2: just put a tank in the oven, then dump some fuel in it and, and do that to it. See how hot, it, so you're going to, so that thing had to have cooled off to 150 degrees. So you put a tank in the oven for five, 10 minutes or a half hour, 45 minutes at 150 degrees and pull it out, dump fuel in it and test it and see if it, or even, you can just plug both ends and take a fuel, uh, uh, tank bubbler yeah. and put that on there and see if it stretches.
0: Kyle Alexander wanted to know who was over. Anyone know? It was Ty Tessman and Cole and got disqualified from their semis because of the tank issue. Um,
2: yeah. and I, and it, and you know what, like in their like, I'm a, like, I do not believe either one of those guys would ever no, cheat on no, purpose. They're not going to do that, especially I,
0: cause the fuel, it wasn't a fuel mileage game. Nobody could make the amount of time it would have made to, to eliminate a, 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 a stop. Mm-hmm, Nobody, right. not even Drake, Eight, Drake ran out of, he tried to go 10 minutes. He ran out of gas on the, on the, the nine minute mark. And he's he's really one of the few that are known for being able to stretch out, you know, fuel mileage. Yeah, uh, big dude. He was he was curious about the the scuffed wing. So basically, you can take like a what do we use? Uh, just Scotch like Bright. Scotch yeah. bright. and you 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 scratch your wing so it kind of like darkens it slightly. That's how <laughs> that's actually started because that's how you could get around the rule of having a painted wing. It darkened the wing, therefore your wing wasn't totally clear. Apparently Roar's got a, Roar has had a rule against completely clear wings because you're supposed to... At one point our cars were supposed to look like the real thing, which clearly they don't anymore. We didn't even talk about the whole Truggy body thing.
2: Yeah, there wasn't a lot to talk about there because I really didn't care about that. Yeah, it's Truggy. Like I, well, it's just like the natural progression. Like, yeah. If it's better, do it. Like, I. I don't see. That's the thing. Like they, they let that kind of go. Uh, Trevor Paul,
0: after the uh, the super chat, said, "Keep up the good work, fellas. Hope to make it down the summer, but for now, Brian Kern will have to fly the flag for Fort Dodge." Cool. Uh, Chris Hardison, want to know any video, any running video from the race? Um, I, I think he means the drag race. I'm working on it. So uh, this is the first race that I took my really good camera to. And uh, I have a lot to learn with that because the a lot I've been watching a lot of video and it's a lot of sh- it's kind of shaky. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I might have been able to do a better video with my phone still, but uh, I'm gonna get there. But I'm gonna I gotta edit it all together and I'll get it out at some point. Hopefully this week. I hope. If not, it's because I didn't I didn't have time. They wanted to know about buybacks again. The buyback you could do a buyback after the first round of outlaw. I'm not sure about the other ones, um, but you only got you could only do it after the first round. After the first round, you couldn't buy back in anymore. So it's kind of funny. All these cars were there at the start of the day and then then by the semis, like most of them were gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Riley Filbert, yes, I did blame the wind because the wind was crazy. It got crazy. This big black cloud came overhead. It picked up all their tents and then it stayed that way ever since and it switched. We were having a south wind and then we had a big north wind. So the front came through and really really changed it uh, for me at least. Yeah. Um, Steve RC, I agree. I should buy a month supply of kickstart, which reminds me as we're getting ready to wrap up here, uh, you can find us now on Patreon. Um, just search hobbyplex show and we should come up. We have two Patreon members. We have, uh, Peter Renault and we have, uh, Nick chestnut. Nice. We appreciate you guys. That's pretty awesome. You know, I didn't, I haven't promoted it very heavily, but, uh, but we're out there now and, uh, Again, you know, we have a sponsor for this, for this program, but the, the rest of the Hobby Plex show YouTube channel, you know, I mean, it, I do spend pretty decent amount of my income. Not decent amount. What am I saying? I, I spend my own money to, to do stuff for that. So that does kind of help. And plus Will's got to get paid too. So
2: yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah. pays nice. Yeah. Yeah. Give us $5. Yeah. five dollars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, big, dude, big dude said make emerson pay rent i agree as soon as he turns 18 if he doesn't pay me rent he's out of here
1: i Makes sense I, I say that but i probably would let him slide for a little bit
0: yeah well he
2: would need a job
0: yeah kenneth freeman had an idea he said pretty sure that shiny new drag car he was running was at least 180 dollars. make him pay you back for it i agree sir thank you
2: yeah, make him buy it.
0: <laughs> John Haas wanted to know how many total entries there were at the drag race. So I, I didn't get an official count. I think there was 20-something Outlaws, 20-something in the breakout, and I know for a fact there was only nine 13-fives.
2: Dude, uh, yeah. uh, well, what were you going to say about the drag race? Oh, just the
0: numbers. I'm pretty sure the numbers. I got. I I, I know there was nine 13-fives because I, I counted when Emerson was first in line.
2: Yeah. I, I can't believe you weren't standing there with your hand out when they gave him the money. Like, no. okay, now give me like $50. Uh,
0: to be honest with you, I was super excited that he yeah, was excited. He was really into it. He's, he was more yeah. into this than I'd seen him be into anything in a while.
2: Well, like, cause there was that time that we got that, that, uh, that ticket for going through the, like the toll road and in, in California and somebody bought something from me and I had like $180 or $200. like <laughs> Okay, now give me like hundred and sixty of that. I was like, what?
1: <laughs>
0: it was only like ninety dollars. Wasn't it? We split it. Wasn't it like a one hundred? I don't know, it was expensive. It was a one hundred and eighty dollar <laughs> ticket, I think, or something like that. Oh, okay. It was crazy. It was yeah, nuts. Oh, okay.
2: You're like, all right, now give me a hundred. Yeah, that. Man, give me 100 of that. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> Mike Fuller chimed in here. He's uh he says so he was at the race, Mason Fuller made the A main. Mike said they just need to not cut it so close. We ran ours about four CC lower than legal to leave room for expansion and error. And that's exactly what my point was, was if mm-hmm. you have a history of having issues or even if you don't, but especially if you have history of having issues with roar, knowing what the rules mm-hmm. are, maybe you should take that extra step. I'm yeah, just, I know I'm, I just been. I'm just saying, you know, thanks Mike. Yeah. Thanks Mike. And then everybody told Mike how awesome his son, his sons are cause Caden did really good too. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so there you go. And he said, they don't cheat. They just run it really close to legal, which is totally true. And that's what a lot of the pros do. They're right on the edge. I, I was thinking about just canceling tonight's show, but there was so much stuff to talk about. And I really wanted to get to the roar stuff and give my take on it. Let you get your take on it. I really wanted to talk about the drag racing cause it was fun I, you know, oh, yeah. there's no, so much stuff to talk, to talk. about we that I, a show that I really wanted to get it in. So would agree or disagree about the war thing? I don't really care, but I, I just, you know, as somebody that was on the other side of it, I just, on the roar side of it, I just wanted to give my thoughts on, on how that whole thing worked. So,
2: yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta make sure your stuff's right. That's why you're the pros, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I mean, it's easy to say, yeah.
0: Okay, let's bail. Uh this was Alex Sturgeon with Hobbytown Hobbyplex, as always this is a show sponsored by Pivot Lending Group. Find them at pivotlending.com and uh get a hold of Don Zoller or Aiden Nelson's dad and uh you can uh get yourself $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your rate on a uh refinance or a home loan. And uh we're going to have a lot of fun. I think we're going to do the live show from Will's house on Thursday because Emerson okay. Emerson and I are spending the night down there, so I think yeah. we're going to do it from there. I'm going to bring my stuff. I might be gluing tires. That might be all I'm doing, but, but yeah, we're going to leave Friday and we, he doesn't want to go. It'd be stupid to come all the way back up to Omaha and then go South. We're just going to go South from Lincoln.
2: Yeah. I haven't decided how we're going to, we'll probably have, we, well, well, we'll work out the logistics of it, but I'm thinking that I'll probably take the camper and get it. I mean, we can get it's ready to go. I mean, we can get water anywhere filled up. Yeah. You know, whatever we got to do. Yep. Um, but, uh, uh yeah, I'm I'm thinking we just go out to the spot that we store it and go get it in the morning and hook yep. it up and drag it out.
0: Riley Filbert, I can't get the slash main up because you didn't video it. Uh, he just chimed in. He was supposed to announce the race and video at the same time and like I do, and he announced the race but did not record the race. So whatever. Uh luckily Chili Duncan uh did have um video of the slash race Chili Duncan coming in clutch Chili Duncan got it so on his Iowa RC tracks is still his YouTube channel so you can see it on there
2: you can also see my uh, Hobby Haven 2012 yeah you uh, can see my four wheel drive races you can see
0: my Hobby Haven wins on there too which if I ever want to feel good about myself I go back and watch a couple of those
2: Yeah, I do I do too. Like if I'm having a bad day, I relive two thousand (laughs) twelve, man.
0: All right. I'll see you guys.
2: Bye. See you guys.